When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs About two grown men dressed up as a bird and a dog Welcome to the Wolf and Our podcast um, Last, last, uh, well not last episode the ep- Was it the last episode? Which one's the one we had the trailer on? I can't remember I think it was the, the last main episode But this is, no, no, the bonus episode we didn't Right. I mean, look, you know I know. What, are, you, are you thinking I should do one every week? I, I mean, I could do like a, like a rom com. I mean, I, I, I didn't give you any hint that that's what I was thinking, but but you've you've run into that. But but yes. Just, but the truth is, look, the truth is, I, I after you did that trailer thing, when James, our editor, sent us, he said, "I've done this thing with a trailer. See what you think." And so we, I played it on. The, I played it to to Lisa, and it, it's genuinely. The first thing that I've been involved in, and I say been involved in, you did it and James edited it. So not really. Um, it's the first thing that she looked genuinely fucking impressed by. <laughs> it was, she was like, oh, that's great. That's so good. I, was like, oh, I mean, okay. for me, the trouble is I sort of went in so big. It's hard to, hard to ever recreate something like that now. Mm, mm. It's a bit like when you score, like opening game of the World Cup, 10 Three minutes in, you score an absolute fucking rocket of a shot. Yeah. It's very hard to... The rest of the tournament, you're fucked. Absolutely, yeah. And you're saying that as someone who's regularly competed in World Cups as well. So it's definitely (laughs) something that you can sort of comment on from experience. I'm saying that as someone who has played at international level Um, (laughs) football-wise. Do you know what? It's so typical of you lot doing soccer aid. Step up there like you've fucking actually been selected. (laughs) Because of our prowess. (laughs) Not because not because someone in a fucking production meeting's turned around a gun. Wouldn't it be funny to see yeah. Tom Davis play football? Who would be the most? Who would be the funniest selection? Of... Yeah, and you know, at some point around that table, someone said, "Well, we'll we'll ask about Romesh, but um, no, he's he's pretty busy at the moment. So next stop would be that big fat guy that he does." Yeah, the idea the idea with. that you think you're the next step below me is almost an insult. <laughs> Alan Carr's busy too. Yeah, I'm Alan joking. Carr, I'm joking. No, Alan. I'm joking. I'm joking. How are you though, bro? Are you good? Well, I'm good. You know why I'm really good Go is because I saw you in the flesh yesterday, mate. Which was how good did that feel? Oh no, I mean this. Does, look, guys, just I'm gonna get this cleared up. There was a lot of social distancing, yes, which was correct. tough for me. We've both been tested. We both wore masks. Um, may I say, by the way, Romish's mask was absolutely drippy. It was unreal. How cool that Romish, by the way, turned up lit yesterday. <laughs> lit. 
hoodie matched the the mask. The coolest pair of trainers I've ever seen. They were like the Cinderella. It's like a Prince Charming had slipped them upon your foot that morning. Do you know what? Do you know what it is? Is when part of the reason for that is whenever I turn up to King Gary for rehearsals, I know also that I'm going to have to go into costume to see what nest of fucking shits you've got for me to slip on. (laughs) And so I almost feel like I've got to be extra drippy when I turn up there to sort of keep myself esteem up as I step myself into the next pair of sandals or flip-flops that you've arranged for Stuart to wear. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday in costume after you left, I went in to say, oh, how was Robert? Did you have a chat with him about costume? And she said, um, yeah, yeah, I was just actually looking on a website for him. And I looked on the website she was looking at and it was millets. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said, oh, you should try Mountain Warehouse. They've got some sort of stuff that <laughs> But it was nice seeing you, man. It, it was lovely it was nice to see you, you and it was very exciting to be doing um, reading through the scripts for, for, for the next series of Gary. Um, what I would say is, part of me, when you just said all of that, that you just said, part of me thinks, for a moment, I'll be honest with you, I, I fell into your trap of thinking that you were actually complimenting me there. Because, I, I, you know, when you were sort of, you went into it and I thought, God, Tom's really... Mate, Tom, I, I hold on, no, be really... No, 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 no. <laughs> we, we know what this is about. Um, so Tom's gone in big, and this is he's put his hand. He, he, everything is un, now. Listen, I've, I'm sort of in a. I've got myself in a flat now because of because of everything that's going on there. So basically, as I've said to you before in this podcast, Tom is somebody that when he knows there's something good about him, he will compliment that exact thing about you in order to pull the conversation onto himself. Now that is a regular strategy by the wolf. He does it. He does it all the time, right? But like a dickhead. Like a naive moron, I walked into. You were like Oliver I, Twist. I walked into. Moment. I walked into the volume. Oliver Twist when he first met Artful Dodger. He nicks that bread yeah, roll. I, I was charmed by Tom's compliments about my face mask and my hoodie and trainers. Um, but the truth is, the reason that Thomas talked about that is because uh, avid listeners to the Wolf for now. I don't mean that really. That's the sort of thing that people say, isn't it? Avid listeners of The Wolf and Now will know that Tom unboxed the fedora on the podcast yesterday. Episode one. Episode one. Episode one. Now, am I right in saying this is the first time this has happened? Mm-hmm. He's, the, the, let me just tell you how much Tom has drunk his own Kool-Aid here. He's combing his beard as I get into this reveal, right? <laughs> He actually, he, he, he's actually started brushing his beard as if he's about to step up and win a fucking Emmy, right, for, for what I'm about to say. So basically, Tom wore the fedora. Now, Tom, um, yeah, I'm going to tell you this now, bro. I actually felt jealous of you. Really? Because, yeah, because when, when you unveiled it on the podcast, I thought he looks really good. It's one thing to look very good in the context of, like, you're showing it to a mate, on a Zoom and, you know, you, you, you'd already admitted that you were feeling a bit nervous about it. That's one thing. I've, I don't think I've seen some. I don't think somebody in my friendship circle has turned up wearing a hat that that's that, that out there, you know, in terms of headgear. Because, you know, we've, also, we've all got mates that wear caps, snapbacks, yeah. uh, even a flat cap or whatever. I like the way that you talk about flat caps. <laughs> like it's the real sort of like absolute, flat caps on like you're edgy. Like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, look, look, I know guys who wear snapbacks. I also have a friend who, and keep it between me and you, he wears a Baker boy. No, but what, no, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> no, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is a Baker boy is like, yeah. that is on the edge 
of regular yeah, yeah. headgear, I would say. Do you know what I mean? That, what I'm, what I'm, I'm talking about the litmus test of turning up to meet some mates with that on, yeah. right? If you turn up to meet some mates with a cap, they're, they're not going to make any comments, right? You turn up with a snapback, they're not going to make any comments. You turn up with a baker boy, you're on the very edge of somebody making a comment, right? Yeah. You turn up with a trilby, you will get yeah. fucking eviscerated, is the truth of it, right? What I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying to you is, you wore a fedora yesterday and... Yeah. It just looked, you owned it. It looked like part of your, your thing. I was jealous. The thing it. about it, Ron, is if I can give you some advice, because I can see that you're, you're quivering here a bit, my baby, right? Is when you wear something, you've got to wear it with utmost comfort. Like you're wearing a sick shirt. First of all, it's the first thing I said. And I genuinely, that was not to get a compliment back, because, but you look, you look a dreamboat today, right? That shirt is so cool. Genuinely, it's the coolest football shirt I've ever seen Thank in my you. life. Thanks very much. Right? If you were to go out in the street wearing that, though, sometimes I've noticed what you do is you like you tug at the bottom hem of it a little bit. You're a little bit anxious about how it looks. Um, you know, like I have seen you do that. But the thing about me is, I just think, I guess it's like you know, like when they put a bow on a pig in a competition, you have got like a prettiest like rednecks and hillbillies will go, oh, you know, we'll have the prettiest pig competition, and that pig look, feels incredible because he's got a bow on. I think in my head. Like anything, just clothes in general. You just gotta own them, you know. Do you think that, or um, I'll tell you what I think. I think that when you're paid a compliment, you become one of the most disgusting creatures I've ever witnessed. <laughs> to, to, to... <laughs> Let me tell you something, right? This is a bugbear. I talked about it at Gary yesterday with you, right? This thing of like. That people are constantly, when we get the emails and people are going, oh, you know, lovable Tom, sometimes you're a bit horrible Tom. I want, you to, I want you guys to think about how this went down in the opening of this podcast, right? I, first of all, Tom sucker punched me with a bunch of fake compliments about what I was wearing. No, no, I right? meant them. You right? look really cool. Because, he, like, because, because he wanted me to talk about his fedora, which I duly did, right? Knowing that I was being manipulated, I went into it. And then drunk on his own sort of praise... Tom then compares me to a, a pig, a prize pig wearing a bow. And by the way, I did the word prize there. He never said prize. He just said pig, right? Oh, I said a pretty pig. A pretty I pig, right. Pretty... So he's compared me to a pretty pig wearing a bow, right? You all saw, you all heard that. That's how, that's how this guy behaves, okay? Look, I'm in that from the bottom of my heart with absolute earnestly, right? Okay? Um, you look... well, well, listen, well, listen, while we're talking about that, uh, while right. we're talking about yesterday's rehearsals, which were good, yeah. which were good fun, you did something which I would describe, and I'd like to throw this open to the uh, to the listeners. Right, you did something um, which I would say is on the edge of acceptable. Okay, and that is, I was sat back, and now Tom, you and I are both right. similar in terms of there are only of the of the I don't know how many positions if we were a po- if we were posable figures I don't know how many positions you can put us into right but I would say of the number of positions that you can put us into I would say about 7% of those positions are kind of acceptable for human visuals right you know in, yeah. to, to look at right there's yeah. only about there's only about if the lights a certain way and you're being looked at but from a certain angle then you might look all right otherwise yeah, you look yeah. horrendous now that's part of the problem when I get ready, you look at yourself front on in the mirror, right? And you go, yeah. I sort of look all right. Today, I won't cry yeah. about how I look. And then you go out, right? What you don't know is what other people are seeing. And, and, and you're not aware until somebody 
I don't know, grabs a photo of you. Now, now the reason I'm talking about all this is yesterday during rehearsals, we had a little break in rehearsals and I went to look at my phone and, I, and I'm going to tell you this now, I've got an unfortunate seating position, right? And that is that I sort of, I sort of moved my butt forward on the chair and kind of leaned back onto the chair. Onto the back of in, the chair. In a kind of, I, w- I would say a slouch, right? A slouch. Now what yeah. that does is that has the, the side effect of sort of presenting my gelatinous stomach as some kind of platter. You, you could, I could eat a meal off my own stomach in the way that I sit, right? You know, that kind of disgusting thing. That's okay when you're amongst friends and colleagues, as I was yesterday. What I don't expect is to be scrolling through Instagram, right? To see on my friend, the Wolf's Instagram story, that picture of me looking fucking disgusting. He was a right? boomerang, by the way. Whatever, whatever, but worse. Right. You did look disgusting. Right. My thing was mainly, I didn't even see how you look. I didn't look right, at right. it. No, like no, that. no, no. Okay, but that, first of all, I looked like that. Tom knew what he was doing. He was like, look at him, fucking little fat owl. Right? He's taken a photo, and then to fucking volley it home, he's then said, watching old clips of him at the Apollo. <laughs> right, look, the punchline I, I thought about someone messaged me last night, right, and said, and genuinely meant this earnestly. Said, "Does Rom only have three fingers?" <laughs> I was like, "What?" I looked at the boomerang and I was like, "It doesn't look like he has three fingers. It's not. You can only see three fingers." Look, I, I feel a little I, bit can of I just, can I just... bad at that. Let me just give you some context quickly, though. On on, that, all week there's been a bit of a thing where people have been in rehearsals. Everyone's got a bit dizzy about the fact we've not seen anyone, and it's been a bit like cray cray. So people have been doing that laura did it to me laura checkley the wonderful laura checkley um uh simon's done it uh, you know so there's been a little bit of that going on i've done it to laura it, so that little snappy sort of you know which feels quite juvenile but it almost feels like sort of like we're teenagers again we're out and about so um yeah i i, I do feel quite mortified i saw your face and i noticed probably for about an hour after i noticed like when our fish and chips and your chips arrived you looked you didn't look as happy as i thought you would when i brought you those chips I was so delighted. I, with, I, I was delighted with the chips. Tom bought me chips. Is this another thing where you want me to tell people that you bought me lunch? <laughs> I'm just saying. No, <laughs> no look, look. But what I was like, I was very conscious, and I did want to say. But then I thought, if I say it in front of the whole room and say, "Hey, well, I'm sorry about that picture," uh, everyone might, you know, feel like, yeah. And I didn't want you to be painted as a, as a victim. There, I know how you can get about that. So it's unbelievable. Uh, you can't you can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> what? <laughs> So you've been you've been doing rehearsals all week, basically, right? Yeah. So you're buzzing your yeah, tits off. Cool. You're buzzing your tits off. I take it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm very ha- very happy with how it's going. It's nice just to be out and about, like you know, not out and about because you're sort of just in an office and you're not allowed to leave, mm. and uh, you know, you're under strict strict. How do you find the tests, by the way? That woman's very. Do you have the tests with that? The woman we had the tests. Yeah. The, oh, the, do the, you have your the, tests? The, the, the swabs. Yeah. I have. I've, I've had quite yeah. a few of them. I, um. I, I don't, I've sort of got used to them now, but I think it, I really do think there's a big, there seems to be with these COVID tests. So for those of you that don't know, I can't imagine there's many people that don't, but how it works is swab in the back of the throat and then that same swab goes up either you know. one or both nostrils, depending, it seems to depend on the test as to whether they do that, right? Now, when you look, it says you've got a, there's instructions, like apparently it's got to be 10 seconds flapping around the back of your throat, right? Like, and then yeah. you've got to push it up a certain way. It seems to be completely dependent on the medic 
who's administering it. Yeah, yeah. As to, I, I swear some of them, like, they love fucking absolutely, they love getting, like, pushing it till they get a reaction. Do you know what I mean? So you start, yeah. like, gagging or some shit, man. The woman yesterday came at me with, like, a wooden thing to hot. She went, your tongue's quite, like, it's, we had trouble with your tongue last time. So she, like, levered down on my tongue with this wooden sort of spatula thing mm. and then went at my throat. Until I gagged. And she went, you've got, it's until you gag. Sort of like gagged and it was horrible. In front of, and in front of everyone as well. No, like it wasn't personal. And <laughs> the truth is, is that I don't know whether that's good bedside, you know, bedside manner. Yeah. There, you know, say, saying we had a problem with your tongue last time. I don't think you needed to know that. I think they, I think you yeah. know, they just pull out the wooden thing and they go, "This is what we're doing now." You don't have to say, "Listen, your tongue's too big for your mouth." That's why we've got a, you know, you don't have to tell the person that, do you? But are these uh, are these guys like normal nurses where they train your bedside manner? Do you, as nurses, do you get trained a bit? I don't think so. Or is that just... I mean, I, 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 I imagine, and this is, I'm back, by the my way. My mum was a nurse, but yeah, I, I've never, I could probably ask her rather than you. Yeah, I, I would say of the two of us, uh, the ex-teacher turned comedian or your mother the nurse. Yeah, I think it's a safe bet that she's probably the one to go to. But I imagine, they've, nice got, I imagine they've got some sort of, yeah, training in that. But mate, we had a mad one, right? So... When Lisa was pregnant with our with our with Theo, our first son, right? Obviously, you're sort of you're prop, you're much more nervous about anything in, during the first pregnancy, right? So we were like freaking out all the time, yeah. And you're constantly googling shit and stuff like that. So you're on high alert at all times, right? I just started doing stand up then, I think, and I'd entered some local comedy contest or whatever, and Lisa had had, had come with me to the gig. She was heavily pregnant at the time, and then my brother proposed to his his now wife right so we went right, so, what, at the gig no 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 this was like oh, that same evening so, that would i mean what hor- can you imagine now that we're here at my brother's uh quarter final of uh of brighton chuckles uh i think it's a great it's a great time for me to sort of say i love you <laughs> and it really would make you get him up on stage <laughs> to do it <laughs> yeah thanks a lot so that's been my time uh thank you judges and just while i'm here uh, Dinesh, get your ass up here. Um, no, so we went back to we went back to celebrate, you know, just to say congratulations or whatever at my mum and dad's house, and um, and then when we got home, Lisa said, "Oh, I haven't felt the baby kick for a little bit, right?" And I said, "Well, exactly how long?" And she said, "I'm not sure, but I'm a bit worried about it, right?" So we called the hospital uh, the next morning because like I said, "Let's leave it a bit and see." And then in the early in the morning, she goes to me, "I'm still, I, I, I'm just not sure." So. We phoned up the hospital and we said, look, this is the situation. I said, come in, right? So we come in and um, we go into the go in and then the, the midwife at the at the reception goes, well, how, when's the last time you remember feeling the baby kick? And uh, Lisa goes, oh, I'm not sure, actually. I think at some point last night. And she just went, last night? And you're only here now. Oh, God. Right? Oh, so man. already... Oh, can I just say, by the yeah. way, as you're telling this story... Yeah. I know the end of this story because I've seen Theo. <laughs> I genuinely feel sick. I feel mate, so anxious. Mate, it was so mad. So like, so then we go in and then they put the, um, whatever, the the heartbeat, these like pads so they can you can hear the baby's heartbeat, right? So they sit Lisa down, they put the pads on, straight away we hear Theo's heartbeat, okay? So a massive relief, we're all, t- we're all calm, right? And then she goes... Imagine if you hadn't heard the heartbeat and you'd left oh it this my. long. She said that? Yeah. She goes, how would you feel? She goes, you know, you've got to be careful. And then she walked out and Lisa broke down into tears, man. And I just thought this, that, like, 
I, I, I just was like, what the fuck, man? Like, like, I don't understand that. I do. I'm sort of. I was trying to think to myself, what is the logic behind doing that, right? And from one point, there's po- no logic behind yeah, but doing po- that. Po- possibly, you know, if you're giving her the benefit of the doubt here, possibly she's thinking, I think she's not reacting quick enough to. They're not reacting quick enough to when something comes up. So this is a way of giving her a short, sharp scare. So or that, tough love. Tough I love guess is so. the worst I guess, love. I, yeah, it's I know. I, I, I know. But I'm. I, I'm trying to think to myself. She cut. There's no way she'd be an arsehole. I just don't think you work in the NHS. Wait, if you're that, an sorry, arsehole. man. That is, look, look, you don't do that and like don't make it like that. That's like fucking feels like a, like how you deal with shit like that is go look, guys. Seriously, like don't feel bad about it because we know this is your first kid. But next time, basically, like always be cool. Like yeah. you know, prepared. <laughs> is it precautious? Uh, is that a word? No, always be cautious. <laughs> Take precautions. Cautious, that's right. But caution, yeah. Air on the side of caution yeah. is what I was looking at. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Air on the I side know what of caution, you're saying. Yeah? I know what you're saying, yeah. Right? That's, she could have been sweet with that. I get it. At first, even the first reaction of like, oh, like what, last night? That's shock. The second bit of that where she's like, um, yeah, imagine if this hadn't been. Like, oh, yeah. Mate, it was like, insane. You don't do that. It was insane. But every now and again, when Lisa's doing stuff, I just say, remember how careless you were that night? Just think about it. <laughs> you, you, I, you've now got a double act with that nurse, the horrible, that horrible matron. Yeah, it, she's back again. Old, uh, old sloppy bollocks here. Doesn't, doesn't seem to know what she's doing. Can, can you have a word of her? Because she just won't listen to me. Anyway, look, very quickly, we're not going into emails yet, right? But I, I just want to... Just off the back of what you just said, somebody sent an email in about me picking you up on stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and I just sort of want to address this, okay? So this is from uh, Owen, um, who, well, first of all, he's, he sort of said that I was right about the percentage thing. Right? I just, I'm just, okay. But that's not. I, I that, like the way that you're still. No, 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 no. But, no, but that's not the reason. I'm, it's just. You know, by the way, just quickly, everyone. Yesterday in rehearsals, I did turn around and say, "Oh, well done, everyone. You've given it 120 percent." And Romish just did this really little, like, eyebrow moving sort of like. I thought we'd done this, face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you know what I find genuinely sort of impressive, actually, in you? Is your ability to 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 condense so much stank even into like a five second sentence? It's like fucking like just unadulterated, just pure. Do you know what I mean? You put so much fucking distaste for me, just fucking no, distilled. It's like a little fucking hardcore shot of Romesh fucking shade. It uncut. <laughs> You ever seen you listen? I know. I know. There's Romeshade going about. You ever tried Tom's Romeshade? You only did a little bit of it, and it will fuck him up, mate. It's like Bolivian. <laughs> um. Anyway, he says. In fact, mathematically, it's impossible. Blah blah blah. I personally, this is where he sort of flips on it, right? I personally yeah. find it quite persnickety, to be honest. That people snicket is a great word. Well, I'm glad you picked up on that because persnickety is is not a word. So, oh, really? yeah, so it doesn't oh, surprise me that this guy's used it in attack on me and you've chipped in to say that you love that word. I think it's just an outstanding word and I will definitely use it at some point. Well, I've literally, first of all, you've only just heard it. And then I reckon what, two seconds after, you, not even that, a second after you've heard it, I've told you it's not a word. Yeah, but it sounds cool. It does sound cool. It is a word because it, it's a fucking word because it's in an email. That makes it a word. Um, okay, so um, is also, is, is, um, <laughs> 
<laughs> is everything in an email a word? Is that what you're saying? Wait, if someone writes something down, it becomes a thing, right? Like at some point, right in in the past, yeah. If I'd have said, oh, um, and you actually get a labradoodle from what I remember, right? If I'd said, oh, yeah, um, Labradoodles, and you'd gone, oh, there's no such thing as a Labradoodle. Well, there's no such thing as a Labradoodle. Uh, and I'd go, well, no, there is, because John um, Hill down the road has like combined a Labrador and a Poodle, and he's made a Labradoodle. Like, now it's a thing. Yeah, that's, but, what, no, 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 but that's, what, that's what that thing is named, Tom, right? When Charlie, our youngest son, was younger, right, and he didn't know how to write right. properly, he wrote... Right, instead of his name, F-R-Z-K-L or some shit, right? Because that's the only letters. He... So are we now supposed to recognise Frizzaluk as a word because he's written no, but... it down somewhere? That's now a right. thing because Charlie but invented it. Me, right? Oh, look, if, your name's Frizzaluk if... now because that's what you think it is. We're all going <laughs> no, right, to pander no. to your belief that this is a word now. Oh, look at Frizzaluk. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Persnickety he does. But, if I was to Listen, around, let me right, tell you something. Went, oh, God. And someone said, oh, I love Romesh, she's great. And I said, oh, I love Romesh, she's a bit persnickety. They turn around to me and go, oh, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, they do get you what you mean, because it's so close to the correct word, which is pernickety. I don't understand why you would insist on, on just I, fucking adding a... It, 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 pernickety is the word. That's the reason you like it. You've heard people say pernickety, all right? You're aware of what pernickety means, so you like pernickety. He said persnickety, right? Which I've I told arguably you, think it's a better word. Why is it? How, why is it a better word? I think the S really emphasises the snickety word. Snicky's like sneaky, right? Pernickety's a little bit like being sneaky. I think it's like the added S really like embodies the word. Okay, fine. But what I'm saying is, in a, in a world where you're trying to use language where people, other people understand, you can't just fucking. Oh, is that what is that? It's a rhino. I think it should be called a runo. That sounds more like what it is. It's a runo. I'm going to call it a runo from now on. You sound like a fucking idiot. Mate, genuinely, what you think you sound like an yeah, like idiot, if I was out somewhere and someone said that about, you've just said that, I'm not, without lying, mate, and I'm not at all putting this on for effect, I think a rhino actually looks more like a runo. Please. If like, you, if you, I genuinely mean that. I genuinely mean that. Well, you've just, I've never thought about it before, but if, like, at the zoo, I've always just, like, taken it as, like, you know, God basically did all this or ever did when he worked, you know, and they were called rhinos. Someone had to name them. They might have got it wrong. What do you mean, get it wrong? You're fucking naming something. You're yeah, not trying someone to... Someone named it. Someone you, you, in the you can get it. You can it. Get we all just went, no. oh, okay, we'll just call it that. Correct. Correct. No. That's how naming things works. Yeah, but why have they got the luxury of doing it? Like thousands of years ago. It's like we should Tom, be able to Tom, just go, first, actually, first, of all, first of all, let me just say something. The first time somebody saw a rhino... The name wasn't Rhino, okay? It was something else. I don't even know who the first person was, right? So now in our language, in English, it's evolved to be Rhino, right? Now, the reason yeah. you think it's okay that I said Runo, right, is because it sounds like right. Rhino. What if you suddenly decided that it sounds like it, it looks like a scratch? Oh, that looks more like a scratch to me. And then from then on... Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. Well, Runo, like it doesn't make any sense. Runo doesn't make any sense. You bit they feel like Runo. The, Runo the, reason, the reason that people know what you're talking about is because it sounds like Rhino. Do you do you understand? Well, if I turn around to you, yeah, but then that's not true. Because if I went, oh, that's a lovely field of nows. I don't know what you're right? talking about. Exactly. What do you mean exactly? You can't say something. And it's like going, well, we know how like two plus two is four. Yeah. Well, exactly. It's my point proven. You gotta say no, but how does that right, how so, is that relevant to the argument? Because if it was a f- room full of like a field full of cows, right? 
and I called them now, as you go, I don't know what you're talking about. But if I went off, well, look at all those runos running towards us. You'd know what I meant, right? Yeah, I think you mean rhinos, but we're talking about a field of cows, aren't we? <laughs> I just think that, like, things should evolve. It's what it's a whole percentage thing again. Okay, no, I'm but let, hold on. Gonna... Before you carry on, I actually do agree with you to a, to a point, okay? I do actually agree with you to a point. Because the truth is, what you're saying is, is, is a genuine phenomenon because language changes. We are constantly getting new words being added yeah. into the... I totally agree with that. And the idea that language gets frozen, you know, somebody decided at this point that this is what the word... These are all the words and you keep using those words and that's where it is and it's never going to move. I totally agree with you on that. The movement of language, I'm totally in favour of. What, what I'm not in favour of is taking a word that does a job perfectly fine I mean, just sticking a fucking letter in it just for the hell of it. Right. So in, so if you've had a business, right, making, uh, I don't know, um, oat bars, right? Now, are you talking about oat bars now? Because I don't know. <laughs> you might be talking about muffins, but you think that oat bars are a better name. Right. Okay. We could say muffins or oat bars. You've, yeah. got, you've got a factory, right? All right. Okay. And you're doing okay. You're cracking on with it. Yeah. You're actually, your business is working well enough. But you're not top end. Yeah. You're not up there with the best of the best, sure. muffin-wise, sure. right? You want to hit up the biggest muffin franchise in the world. Okay. Right? And someone tells you, oh, there's this guy, um, Peter Clark, who's amazing at doing, like, making muffins. He's got some great flavours and stuff. If you add him to your already brilliant, like, you know, business, you can have the best muffin business in the world, right? So you go and get Peter Clark. Even though you had a business that worked better, and then Peter Clark comes in, then you do have the best muffin business in the world, right? So when in the case of pernickety, if you add the S, for me, that's an infinitely better word. The idea that you would use, in order to explain adding S to pernickety, you would use the example of Peter Clark joining a muffin business for it to become the number one company in the world. Fucking blows my mind. That you would take me, knowing that life is finite, that you would take me on that long a journey to make that point. But the point is made, and now you can't really argue with it. Now I'm going to be straight up with you, Tom. I actually do think yeah. that I do think there's logic to what you're saying. I'm going to tell you that. Thank now, you. Straight off the bat. Okay, so if we can carry on, but believe it or not, I, I still haven't read this fucking email, right? So um, right, okay. I, I personally find it quite persnickety, to be honest. And people that feel the need to correct you on things such as this, no offence, Rom, and more often than not, I find intentionally trying to wind you up. What pisses me off the most is when I'm messaging someone or put a post up somewhere and some random persnickety prick feels the need to tell me you need to put your apostrophe RE, not your. Do I, though? Because they know what the fuck I mean. I imagine you have two different opinions on this and would love to hear them. Now, um, basically, uh, this is my take on, on, on what... This is from Owen, right? This is what my take on Owen said. I am not the guy to correct you on whether you've put your or your... I, I couldn't give a shit about that, right? And that is not what I'm trying to do with Tom. Secondly, I'm going to tell you this, right? I am not trying to upset Tom. I'm not trying to have a go at Tom. I love Tom. He's one of my favourite people on the planet, right? I love that man. And it doesn't matter how many times he makes a mistake, my opinion of him will never change. He's one of my favourite people, right? The reason I'm, the reason I'm picking him up... It's because I don't want him fucking going around saying persnickety to people, <laughs> right? I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just sort of having this discussion with him. Now, there is an argument to suggest that, Rom, maybe uh, if you were really a mate of Tom's and you were trying to help him out, you wouldn't discuss it openly on a podcast. And that is a valid argument, right? But what I'm saying is I'm not but coming at it. probably wouldn't have a podcast. 
No, exactly. But the, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I'm not doing it because I'm trying to have a go. It's just that I sometimes cannot fucking believe the words that Tom uses. And if I can jump in here, sometimes I'd say like 30% of the time, Romesh has got a point when it comes to stuff. And I'm like, oh, actually, maybe that isn't the right thing I said, or that word was wrong. Sometimes, you know, I, and this is what I'm going to say, right? If you're a maverick, Owen, right, a true maverick, yeah, and you walk between the raindrops, like moi, don't worry about what other people think. Straight away, brother. Like, I'm going to tell you now, like, Romesh, again, I throw that back at him. He's one of my favorite people in the world. I love a debate with him about things because the way you see the world and different people see the world, that's fine. Like, you know, we just had a five-minute interlude about rhinos and ronos, right? Okay? Or runos. Was it runos or rhinos? It was runos. Yeah, runos, right? In that argument, we're, we're, you know, we're debating. Let, let it be a debate. And also, I'm with Rom, by the way. I, I will say this about Romesh. My texting to Romesh is foul on the basis of, like, I don't, you know, I've written scripts and I do all this stuff, right? There's a thing called spell check, blah, blah, blah. But Romesh has never once picked me up on any te like, text that I've ever sent him. You know, but we have this debate. That's what friendship is. So, um, Owen, bite your corner, brother. If you don't want someone to pick you up on it, just say, don't fucking pick me up on it. Or say, it's actually easier to write your than your, you are or whatever with the dash. Can I, I sort of agree with a lot of what you've you've said there. I, I would take slight issue with the sort of way that this sort of walking between the raindrops and making it out like because you use words incorrectly that makes you like some kind of Martin Luther King figure. I find incredible. Um, but yeah, okay, but look, look. Some people right. Some people just sit so far on the edge. That's the edge, right? And they are sitting on the edge, right? And some people are happy in the middle, conforming. And going, oh, we've been told to talk like this and say these things. I'm like, mate, like, let's just fucking think outside the box. Yes, no, I know. You're absolutely right. <laughs> me using words correctly in their proper context makes me a real square. I'm really embarrassed. What have you been up to this week, my G? Well, I did. Uh, I did the first episode of the Ranga Nation. Um, yeah, recorded wow. that, and uh, it's so weird, man. So I'm doing it in the studio on my own, right? I say on my own. There's like there are there are people from the team there, but none of the producers are in, or 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 the writers or anything like that, right? And um, the cap, there's two camera, there's a few camera operators, and they're all like they've all got to be locked off and sort of keep maintain social distance so basically i walk in and everybody wants to everybody has to stay away from me because oh really we've got to be safe and so i basically just walk around like uh an outcast wow do you know what i mean like as soon as as soon as i as soon as i walk through a corridor just people just fucking scatter do you know what I mean? because i've got to stay away from me it's mad how do you find that sort of vibe though I'd I'd still find myself getting a bit conscious from it. Are you, but then, I mean, you're different in a way because you're not that tactile as a person, are you? I'm tactile. I'm like on someone, a little handshake, a little fist bump. Hand, you know, I love handshaking, man. It's one of my favourite things. I really miss it. I've got to be honest with you. I, I'm happy for handshaking to not come back. What? I, I, this is the thing I don't get with you. I just don't get it. You're fucking 
this classicist when it comes to all these different things. You sort of like handshaking has been around. It's like some of the biggest moments in history have been settled with a handshake. And now we've, they, you know, we. I'll tell you what, the, that first handshake, which I hope is a really like noble and sort of excellent one, is that will be on TV of like, oh, you know, this is the handshake that we're coming back to civilization with. I think it's important, man. I just think, like, do you think, why do you think a handshake's better than a fist bump? Right. I just, I don't know. I just think a handshake, I like fist bumping. Like, let me even push it even further. Yesterday, you had some chips left. We couldn't eat, I couldn't finish your chips. What kind of society is this now? It's, I mean, I know why we're doing it, but I can't wait to get back to normal. So I could literally, I, my dream scenario there was, and I can't wait for that day when you, you're like, oh, old Tom, I can't finish these chips. And I'm like, may I, sir? And then you just give me the chips and I shake your hand for it and then just go over and finish your chips. Um, yeah, I mean, yes, uh, that is that too is, we share the same dream in that regard. I like hugs, by the way. I'm a fan of hugs. Do you know what I mean? I do I like yeah, hugs. Yeah, I've, I've had, had the hugs with you. One of my issues with handshakes is, is that they are they are disease spreading, right? My other mm-hmm. issue with handshakes is, I always feel slightly nervous about what type of handshake the person you're you're meeting wants. Do you know what I mean? Like, because sometimes there's loads of different things. There's just a regular handshake. There's a handshake where you bring them in for a hug. There's a handshake where you swoop the hand up and do a little thing. There's a a handshake and then a lean in for a kiss on the cheek. There's, you know, there's all sorts of shit. And I've just find, I find that, I actually find it slightly anxiety inducing, if I'm being honest. Really? Look, man, the way I see it is like doing up your trainers, isn't it? It's like some people do different things with the trainers. In the end, the best way is to do it classically. You know, crisscross, tiny little little bow. Yeah, that's the, that's the best way. So when it comes to a handshake, firm, look the person dead in the eye, little handshake, and then walk away. Like there's always going to be differences. There's always going to be changes. Yeah, and this is the thing, you know, I guess you're, the nerves that you have, uh, you know, you've just got to basically sometimes just get on that surfboard and just fucking waddle it home, boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will do that. Are, are you are you, are you you the same level of uh, tactility? I don't even know if that's a word, uh, as Catherine. Uh, no, I'm probably more tactile in some ways. Yeah, I'm more tactile than Lisa. And it's... Uh, yeah. It's a, it's an unpleasant dynamic. I'm gonna, I, but the, I yeah. just made that sound like I'm being predatory to my wife. But what I mean is, I like hugs more than she does. Yeah. And if you look if you looked at us, you'd probably say, "Well, that's massively unsurprising." I, 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 it doesn't. I don't find that shocking that you want to touch your wife more than she wants to touch you. But it's a it's a weird one, isn't it? Trying to negotiate that that difference. So if you, there's nothing that I think like sort of like earth shattering as asking for a cuddle which in itself just a name there's, there's no name of it like cuddle or hug is sort of emasculating emasculating and then being rejected for it oh, God, it's... i actually get a lot of people message me saying i bet you're great at hugs which i don't know if to take as a compliment on. you you are great at hugs you're one of the world's great huggers but but you're right that sense of rejection and also the other thing is is that when lisa and i were first going out together we would hug a lot right and now I yeah. know that all that time that she was hugging me, in her head, she was thinking, I can't wait till we get to a point where I can just tell him this ain't this ain't the thing for me. When did you she know? have that conversation with you? And she was like, I don't really like hugging anymore. She didn't. She didn't. She just started saying things like, oh, it's, I'm hot. I'm quite hot. Oh, no. I just, oh, I'd, I'd hate if a fat Asian man tried to cuddle me. Now. You should say it sort of as if she's talking about it generally. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that why you had your kids? That's why you had three kids so the cuddles could come back. Are you are your sons at cuddlers or Yeah, they are. That's good. They are. They're big cuddlers. Yeah. Yeah. Although the although the eldest one's starting to they're starting to find he's starting to find us a bit embarrassing, do you know what I mean? It's, um, really? Yeah. He's 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 always uh I, I it's a difficult one when your kids start to find you embarrassing because I, I consider myself to be cool as fuck, right? I mean No, no but I, no, I'm with you on this. I remember the moment I sort of at secondary school realized that anyone that I'd been friends with at sort of like juniors had got cooler than me and like they dropped me like a fucking bag of old shitty potatoes like that was oh, no. literally like even as a kid that rejection of sort of like looking and going oh wow like i'm gonna have to find out a whole new group of friends because i'm not like that coolness has got did you have that or were you how were you like at school were you like the cool guy i can remember the feeling and it actually makes me feel sad now of the first day like, secondary school like arranging to meet some people in in the playground and uh them just being oh we've got these people in our class now and did that and it was a whole new friend group that i wasn't a part of had started and i was just sort of like oh wow like this is it i felt like um i felt like don corleone when he first comes to america and godfather two and he's on his own that's how i felt <laughs> for about the first two weeks of school yeah uh, mate I, I i do relate to that a lot man like, I, I honestly I try and talk to my kids about what it's like, what their school life is like now. And it sounds like, I think the values are different, but it's still hard to be a kid trying to find your way in school. Do you know what I mean? But I, I, I was like, when I was very young, I was just mass, like fat, so fat, right? Yeah. So fat, with a lazy eye, I just don't think you can be one of the cool kids when you look like that. It's impossible. No. Do you know what I mean? No. You can't, because other kids are looking at you going why would I I know this sounds horrible but other kids are like they think like this they're just like why would I Why? how could he be one of the cool kids how could he be someone I'd even want yeah. to hang out with do you know what I mean and so then and then I got I, then I lost a bit of weight and got a bit s slimmer as I went into secondary school but I do think it's it sort of got better a bit later on because I think being a bit of an uh, being fat having a lazy eye or whatever it then means that you compensate with like chat and stuff do you know what I mean so that's sort of yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. sort of it's sort of almost like training. Do you know what I mean? You you start kind of being able to to be in conversations, but being one of the cool kids. No, I wasn't. I wasn't ever one of the, I, the cool. I kids. I remember at school being. Uh, I think it was like when we first started secondary school, and uh, Ninja Turtles were still sort of. I mean, we're a similar age, right? Ninja Turtles. Was, I was yeah. younger, but Ninja Turtles was still a thing. And uh, I remember sort of saying to a guy that I've been friends with at junior school about like, uh, oh, you know. So, around, so look, like, before you know, we carry, before we carry on this, because you throw little things like this unchallenged and people believe them so how old are you 41 right so i'm 42 okay <laughs> i thought you were like 46 i swear that someone, Please told, someone told me you were 46 are you are you I've shitting always, me now i swear i've thought all this time that's why i've made the jokes about it i've all thought like you're 46 Obviously, not always 46. I thought when we first met, you were like 38. But like now, I think, you're, yeah. So hold on. All, all this time, you've been talking to a man that you think is 46 years old for this last... <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. I didn't know you were only but a you, year you, older hold on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Do you know this changes the fucking whole dynamic of our relationship? Yeah, but for me, a little bit more, because I've looked at you as this senior fucking figure who would have been leaving secondary school when I joined. Like now I look at it and think, well, actually, all this stuff he's saying 
He's he's only one year more experience in life than I am. Tom, 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 this is fucking this is blowing my mind here. Did you really think I was forty six years old? I swear I thought you were forty six. I've even told people you're forty six. Like, are you genuinely fucking with me? Are you only forty two? What? First of all, forty two is is old, right? Secondly, I, I just can't. I, I, honestly, mate, I don't know. What, I don't know how to fucking deal with this. So, so all this time, you, all this time you're talking to me, all this time we've been mates. I've been under the impression that you see me as like a mate on your level, but now you see me as some sort of what fucking uncle or something. <laughs> no, I'm not an uncle. I've got other friends who are sort of your your old age. You're 46. Like it's not my age. age. You got to get get that out of your fucking head. It's not my age. I can't believe right? this. Like I think this will make us closer. The fact that there's only a year in between us, because I've been sort of like. Like yeah, so references that I've been talking about, like you know that you talk. So, so about, sometimes I've you've always... been re- you've been re- you've been referencing stuff, and you're going, oh, "This old fart won't understand what I'm talking about." <laughs> Mate, if I'm honest with you, I've genuinely thought, "Fucking hell, it's mad that in four years it'll be Morris's fiftieth." <laughs> so how mad? Mate, I I... I, mate, I'm just I'm fucking spinning out here. I'm spinning out. Is, I, this is you not. This is put, this is put a different complexion on every single interaction we've ever had. It's more worse for me than you. How is it worse for you? Sorry, how are you the victim in fucking assuming that I'm four years older than I actually am and fucking telling people? For all I know, you might still be saying that to me because you go, actually, do you know what? Rom says he's 42, but I think he's better as a 46-year-old. So that's what I'm sticking with. No, I would... If I'm honest with you, sometimes I've turned to people and say, oh, Rom says he's 46, but I think he handles himself more than the 35-year-old. But... Like, I genuinely, now I'm like, oh, fuck it, there's a year between us. I don't want to drop the person in. I'll tell you off air who told me you're 46. Wow. I don't know if I can continue doing this record. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You feel that not sideways by it? Yeah. Like, you, like, you, like, I just, I think when somebody's a bit older than you, you think about them in a different way. I've thought of us like, like, I consider you like a, you know, like your brother. We're on a level. We're the same age. And now actually it turns out. I just thought of you like an older brother. Yeah, I don't want you to like, think of me like an older brother. I don't like that. But 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 you'd be my brother. Like when I started school, you were just about leaving and sort of taught me the ropes. Look, I, I just like, I can't I can't I can't I don't know what I don't know how to feel now. Listen, don't worry about it. Don't think about it too much. You actually you've come out of this better than I have. I've got to get my head around so much stuff. How? Like it now you, you, going, you, oh, you, you've all, all this time when I've gone uh, when but I said you're stuff, like Benjamin Button. You've got five years back. Okay, first of all, it's four, all right? Secondly, your perception of how old I am isn't the general barometer, that every, unless you've told everyone, right? Okay? Thirdly, all these times that I've said stuff to you like, you know, like how self-conscious you are about appearance, do I look all right? Do you know what? You're looking quite young for your age. Actually, the truth is, you could mean I'm looking two years older than I actually am. Do you get how fucking huge this is? It's ma- yeah, man, it's ma- mate. All these things that we've talked about, I didn't realise that it was just like literally. I mean, how? What? When's your birthday? Twenty seventh of March. So you're you're literally like. So you you're forty two this. You're forty three this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm forty two in April. On April the twenty seventh. Oh fucking hell! Like nearly exactly a year older. It's a year and a month older than me. It's insane. I just can't. You've just been sitting it every all of these. Why? Why has this never come up before? How do we not know? How come I know how old you are? You don't know how old I am. I don't literally. I don't know. I I've, I took it that also like guys of your like fake age, right? 
sort of don't like talking about the fact they're over 45. It's a massive thing. Yeah, but it's, so, I, I yeah. wouldn't know. I'm not over 45, Tom. Yeah, no, but that's what I mean. I, I didn't want to right, mention right, like, that. Do, right, right listen, let, right, listen, tell me the name now. We'll bleep it out, right? Who is it? What a piece of shit. I swear. That's because that's how he I, is. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's mad, isn't it? I swear he said at some point he was the same age as you. Oh, God, I feel sick. <laughs> no, no wonder you're right with me being called the owl. The whole of the, whole of the cast of King Gary think that you're 46. Why? First of all, if you find out my age, why would you? What? Why would you go around and tell everyone? Well, you know, you have that conversation about how old everyone is. We just haven't had Are that you? conversation together. How, how dry has the chat got on the King Gary set that you'll start really? discussing how old everyone is? I think no. I was like da 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 da, and someone was like, "Oh, how old's Romesh?" I'm like forty six, forty seven, sort of this year. <laughs> well, at one point when we were talking about having COVID vaccines, they were like, when, "When's Romesh going to get his?" Like it's one of the oldest statesmen on the show. It's... <laughs> no, it's like, I do feel bad now. because it's. Just... I feel like we've gained something special, though. I feel like we've really lost something there today. Yeah, but look, you. this is the difference. You are half empty, I'm half full. I look at it, right, and I think, wow, like, you know, I've been looking at this guy in such a different way. And it is, age is so important. You've been put a few years back in school now. Like you were the older kids, and now you're in my year again. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, because all kids love to be the kids that are held back. So what happens? I've been held back four years, and then I rock up to class, and you're like, "Aren't you four years? Aren't you four years old enough? Shouldn't you be like leaving now?" And I go, "No, I'm in your year now." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Look, mate, we, we, we've been... That has thrown us off here, right? So do you want a few emails? Yeah, let's do a couple of sweet emails. Okay, this is from Big Tony, all right? Now, Big Tony uh, is asking us a genuine thing, but he does also take time to throw in a little uh, bit of abuse at me, okay? So here we go. Uh, hi, Rom and Tom. Um, after a bit of advice, lads, I was with my ex for seven years, and we've been split up for the past three. But we keep meeting up now and again. Seems like we're never out of each other's minds. The relationship wasn't the best towards the end, but the bedroom was always exciting. I mean, I had boundaries, but she was like Chris Gale in a T20 match. Do you know what, that, do you know what he means by that? No, I've got no idea what that means. Chris Gale was like a very, excite, very exciting batsman. Okay. Just smashing it over the boundary all the time. Like the ultimate warrior in wrestling, yeah? Yeah, she, she, she pegged him now and again. Anyway, I've been thinking I need to move on, lose a bit of weight and get myself a fresh start. Or do I just bite the bullet and try things out with the ex? Uh, I was going to try going vegan for a while, but that hasn't worked out the best for Rom. So, Tom, you've That's been working out... That's a two-footed challenge. I know. It's incredible. Incre I, I was really... As I was reading it, I was really surprised by it. It's sort of like, this is quite... He's after a bit of advice, and then he just puts in this absolute fucking smash. I've not been so insulted mm. since one of my very best friends thought I was four years older than I actually am. <laughs> Go on. What's the rest of his letter? Also, yeah. tried my hardest with the grammar in this because I know Ron would rip it apart. Anyway, love the show, lads. Never stop laughing. Keep them coming. Stay safe and all the best. Big Tony. So I guess I guess what he's asked, he's asked his, his, his request for advice is twofold here, Tom. Yeah. Um, first of all, he wants to know about your weight loss tips. Secondly, um, should he get on with, should he get, should he, uh, should he try things with the ex? Now, before you get into this, Tom, because... Uh, you, you will, I'm sure you will have some good tips. It, it, it sort of implies here that he's either 
He's either going to try and lose some weight and go and find someone new, or he's going to get together with his ex and then just not bother with any of that. Which is like a yeah. weird, I mean, it's that, a weird set of decisions. I th- I think if I'm honest with you, you can deal with both bits of advice with one really good bit of advice, which is do you, um, you just genuinely whether it's you get back with your ex, or you are gonna your face one by the way is but this is gonna be the best advice this Big Tony ever has. Okay, right? Do you? Don't even think about uh whether you get back with her or not. Number one. My uh, weight loss thing has nothing to do with anyone about, apart from myself and my constant worry that I'm about to have a heart attack or drop dead in the street with heart disease because it's run through my family. So that should be your main concern, not whether you're going to sort of like go on the prowl and pick up more ladies. It should be the fact that you want to do it for yourself to be more healthy. And let me also, by the way, say um, I have on Romish's behalf and Romish having talked to me a lot about vegetarian and vegan cuisine, I've uh I do have like I'm having a I'll have a curry tonight and there'll be no meat in it. I won't have any anything with meat. I'll like it, it will, that should be pretty, pretty much be a vegan curry. Uh, so I don't, won't even have any paneer or anything. So 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 what you're saying is is that as a result of your friendship with no, me, no, you're no, having but, a curry. But, but, I, you're having a curry. Oh, no, 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 no. Saying, as a result of as a result of your friendship with me, I've inspired you to have a curry tonight. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. Don't start getting all this, mate. I'm not getting anything. I'm saying that's what you're saying. You've inspired me to have a vegan curry tonight. I've been having curries a lot longer than I've been friends with you, my old 46-year-old friend. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But what my point was, and also may I quickly say as well, I saw Romish yesterday, and the picture that I put up is very deceiving because he looks in incredible shape. He does look good. He looks... Yeah, and and this is not me saying it for any other motive, but I do know that he struggles, as I do, with people saying stuff about your weight and stuff. And I think it is very harsh to say that. And, you know, none of us are bulletproof. And Big Tony, I think you probably, you know, listening to your email, I'm going, probably you've been called Big Tony for the same reason I was called Big Tom. Apart from being tall, I was a massive yeti of a man with a massive gut, which a lot of people find hilariously funny, but is a constant bugbear of mine because I worry that that is going to be very much the thing that kills me. So I think, Tony, this would be my advice. Lose weight, whatever. Do that for you, though, and do it for your own mental health and your own well-being. But also, if you keep on going back to this woman and you think that there is something there that's more than a sexual fricassee, um, then wow. uh, I, th- I, I can't even, I'm not even going to go on. You're not going to unpack that, no? No. Um, I think I think try and try and just get a, a, a just like having watched a lot of Married at First Sight and taking on that advice. And I think it's a good program for you to watch, Tony. Is try and get it out just out of the bedroom a bit. Try and make it a little bit just different from that. And if you still haven't got any basis, then walk away, my brother. Um, you know, bid her farewell and uh, go and find another another dame. Um, I'm going to tell you now. I thought that was exceptional advice. It really, really was good. Um, I, I, I would, I would sort of. I mean, what I'm saying now is, I'm fully aware that I'm sort of just repeating what Tom says, but I couldn't have agreed with him more. Really, the truth is is that your weight loss and your relationship status should be uh, completely independent of each other. You know, if you want to lose weight and you want to get in shape, you do that for you. When, whenever I'm talking to Lisa about, because occasionally I have a thing where I'll, I'll look in the mirror, I'm wearing a certain top and I'll go, um, I'll go, should I, like, sh- you know, do, do, am I starting to put on weight? Do I look awful? You know, should I try and lose some weight? Lisa's answer to me, and I'm sure Catherine's answer to you is, 
if you want to, you know, if, if that's if that's going to make you feel more confident, do it. And the other thing is, the reason I'm losing weight, same as Tom, is like health reasons, man. Do you know what I mean? I, I think that this, my days of trying to get in shape for vanity, that, that I've accepted that that is not in my future. So like, so so I, listen, the truth is, Tom's absolutely right. I'm, I'm echoing what he said. If you want to lose weight or whatever, then do that. But that is that should have no connection with whether you get back with your ex or not, man. Uh, see what you think. Uh, good luck to you, Big Tony. Yeah, Big Tony. From one big guy to another. Go, go, go easy, go fly. Okay. This is from Steve Cummins, all right? Uh, and he says, Hi, chaps. Uh, I've been enjoying your podcast over the past few weeks while walking the hound. Uh, at a few points, I've had to stop and take a breath and stop as I've been laughing so much. Thank you very much. Cheers, thank you. Uh, there have definitely been some highs and lows along the way, but the question I have is this. If you guys are such good friends, and by the way, this is very pertinent, this email. I picked it out beforehand, but with regards to what the fuck has gone down today, this really yeah, is mate, a good one. Yeah. If you guys are such good friends, then why have you never visited each other's gaffes? I understand Rom has a shit phobia, but by the sounds of things, the big man is well up for it and it has more than one shitter. Could be a cracking podcast for the future. Regards, Steve. Now, it's a good question, though, isn't it? This is what I think, all right? Is that I think because of the jobs we do and just how we end up seeing each other and all that shit, and also how times move on. I don't think going to each other's houses is a thing that friend, that yeah. happens as much in friendship as it did before. Do you know what I mean? It's, I, like, I just think, I don't know if it's like, but partly because of the, 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 the industry that we're in, but like, I see you, obviously I see you at work. I chat to you all the time. And whenever we see each other, it'll be like, we go, we're out. Do you know what I mean? We're out at a party or a wedding or a whatever. Not a wedding makes it sound like we only meet yeah. once every 15 years. But do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do, do you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't, yeah, no, it doesn't no, feel no. like a house also, thing we, as a we thing. Don't live, we don't live that close to each other. So I think if, if, if I lived in the, you know, next village down or even a county away, there would be a ch yeah, more chance that you and Lisa would have popped over for a bite to eat or whatever, or me and Catherine would have come to yours. I think the fact is that we live... It's a big, big move. On the basis, me and Rom get on really, really well, right? Very well. Our wives, I'm sure our wives would have would love to sit together and bitch and moan about how irritating me and Romesh are. And they believe they have got a lot in common. It would literally probably be actually like a therapy session for them both because they both had the same problem of dealing with two very anxious men who are constantly worried about what other people think of them. But it's a big move for... Either of us, if Romish said to me and Catherine, oh, yeah, come and stay with me and Lisa, it'd have, we'd have to stay over for the night. There's no, you know, and, and likewise for Romish and Lisa. So that's a big move for us to do. It's not just a little pop round. I mean, I'm genuinely thinking about moving house just so I can pop round to Romish's a bit more. Okay. It's not something we've discussed. Yeah, I know. Just saying to you. I mean, look, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Sort of everything has changed a bit in this, this, this podcast. You've been privy to sort of actually genuinely like a sliding doors moment of our relationship. Like the guy that I knew, like, you know, the guy that I knew going into his podcast was this sort of worldly man who was sort of like had sort of five to six years on the planet longer than I did. And, you know, I come out of this knowing it's, that I've it's got almost four, a twin. It's four years. It's four years in your head. It's actually one year. Yeah, yeah. And now I have to question everything of like how, you know, is he just more learned than me then? Is he just, you know, did he pay attention more in school than I did? So... So all this time, like you've been thinking things like, "Oh, the reason he knows what that a rhino is called a rhino is because he's four years older than me." Yeah, but I always respect my elders. That's one of the two <laughs> fucking moral compasses. 
Just <laughs> fuck, fuck you. But on, the, on what you're saying, uh, and I do think it would be an amazing podcast that we could do from one of each of our houses. Listen, I tell you what, let, should we do it? Yeah. Lockdown's over. We'll do a podcast. We'll do a podcast from Rom's and we'll do a podcast from mine. Here's what I'm suggesting, right? Now, we might not do it exactly like this, but this is how I think it could go down, right? You and Catherine come to mine, right? Yeah. Um, stay over. You and I yeah. do it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A, do you know what? Wow, man. That is the biggest invite of... That's like me being invited to the royal wedding. No, but this is what I'm saying, wow. right? We do, we do, we do. You come over... Right. Yeah. Have dinner at ours at the beginning of the evening, right? Or maybe midway yeah. through. We, you and I, step out and and do the podcast. Yeah. Do 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 the first half of the podcast, and then yeah. before you hit the road the next day, we do yeah. like a, a reportage of how it went down. Like the the next one. I think that's Man, how we that'd do. That'd be amazing. I think let's do that, and then we could do like a month down the line. We do it where you come to mine. Yeah, perfect. Or maybe two months yeah. or something. Let's just see how it goes. Uh, right, Tom, my G, do you want to uh, yeah. do you want to do the thing that many people are describing as the highlight of the podcast for them, which is both really? complimentary to the podcast and deeply, also deeply insulting to me? But Tom, take us out, brother. Yo, how you built? How do your frame go? Look at yourself, right? Are you you because of you? What makes you you? Is it the fabric of your personality that has been welted and molded over the years through schooling and bad relationships? Or are you you because of a physical thing? Maybe you're you just because you're big and you're big boned and you're carrying a little bit of timber, but you've made that your identity. Maybe it's your age that can make you feel the way you do, make you more senior. There's nothing like, like peeking through the curtain and pulling back the blinds and saying, once upon a time, I used to be 46, but I'm actually 41. I used to be Big Tony, but now I'm Little Tony. The you that we will love and we will always cherish is the you that circuses around in your veins and in your core. And that is the truth of life. You've just been schooled, babe. That really was... Uh, I think even you were surprised by the way that you opened that. Uh, I think that yeah, was... I just know. That, my... that might have been... <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it came out so much different in my voice yeah. than it was in my head. Yeah. You are the you that's circusing in your veins. That's beautiful, beautiful chat, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tom D, thank you so much, brother. Romy Rowe, love you, baby. And let me just uh, say, I love you at 42 like I loved you at 46, darling. Thank you so much. Uh, really couldn't mean less. This has been The Wolf and the Owl. Peace out. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.